0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Kick Out of 3. It's your, your boy, LaMarcus, your fellow toy collector, movie fanatic, and overall nerd boy. I'm coming to you to provide a short and sweet little solo episode I put together at the last minute. But today is November 11th, Wednesday. Um, I finally got a chance to check out the new Kraft movie, The Kraft Legacy, from Blumhouse Productions. We'll get into that. Um, Movie theaters are still not releasing nothing new for us to see in theaters. So I've been attending some retro screenings. I'll get into that, what I've been seeing. And this year marks the 30th anniversary of the classic Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, live action movie. Um, You know how it is. If you grew up and born in the 80s and grew up in the 90s, we all know... Live, sleep, and breathe the Ninja Turtles, especially the first live action movie. I'll discuss that and yeah, should be a solid episode. Not much, but it's something, like I said. So let's go. <laughs> Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles. Turtles. In shell. All right, welcome back. Okay, I finally gave in and rented the Craft Legacy movie. Um, I think we got the trailer for this movie like maybe a month or two ago. It came out of nowhere. Um... I think it was supposed to go to theaters, too, by the way, but, you know, with theaters still not really releasing much lately, the studios, so they put it, like, on demand the rent or stream, wherever you rent your movies. Um, I finally gave in and just rented it. If you grew up with the original, I think the original came out, like, in 96 or 97. It stood its ground for what it was. I mean, it was different, a bit dark, you know and you know the original so but with this new one i just kept thinking like do we really need this or is this necessary cuz it's really just for these new kids nowadays i know i'm old now well, i'm not that old 32 but compared to this new one how young they look and everything like okay this must be for the new kids so but besides that i still gave it a shot um to be honest, it really wasn't for me. Uh, I think what it is, I just grew up like, praising and enjoying the original so much and for what it was. But with this new one, it just seems like I don't want to really spoil nothing. It's kind of hard not to spoil movies nowadays because you got to discuss either way. But, it just seems like they tried too hard and then it seems like their powers they were using is like, it just came like it was seemed rushed and, like, I don't know, it was, very, it was too fast-paced for me. Like, you know, with the original, they just took their time explaining everything, how stuff works, how the spells work, stuff like that. Because um, I think each witch is, like, earth, air, fire, water, so each one of them represents something their own element. But with this new one, it still ha- it has the same concept as the original. It just seems more... Rushed. I mean, I'm all about taking time. Tell me a story without rushing and just trying to get through the main point. It just seemed like a like an easy cash grab for this studio. But that's why I said with Bloomhouse Productions, they could be a hit or miss with me. Some of their movies are fire. Some of them are just like a trash, to be honest. Um, I like... Uh, they really didn't, they didn't really care for this. I think there's... I think there's like one or two scenes in this remake or whatever you want to remake continuation, whatever you want to call it. There's like two scenes that really stands out. There's one scene. um I think there's one scene with their powers that's something different that they could like freeze Tom somewhat. It's kind of like that scene in like, um oh, what's that movie? Uh X-Men Days of Future Past when like Quicksilver is moving so fast where he just slows Tom. And it freezes it while you're still in motion. Somehow, they did something like that in this new craft movie, which was dope. But that was like really only one scene I actually liked. That kind of was like, okay, that's pretty dope. But in the end scene, I'm not gonna even spoil the end. I mean, I think that that pretty much was like pretty much the best thing about it. But overall, when the end credits started rolling, like that's it. Okay, I mean, are they going to explain more from this? Or, because it's just going to leave you with some questions. Like, okay. if Okay, I'm going and spoil one thing. One of these girls is related to... Is the child of one of the original cast. So, I'll just leave it like that. But, I'm not picky or nothing. But, I mean... If you want to give it a shot, go ahead. You might like it. But, it wasn't my cup of tea. Um... So, yeah, we'll just go from there. But um, speaking of movies, I've been attending some retro screenings lately. Uh, Like I said before, the studios, these movie studios are not really releasing nothing pretty much for the rest of this year. I mean, I think we got a few movies here and there, but they wasn't like the heavy hitters, like the ones I was really looking forward to earlier before they got delayed to next year. But. It's kind of cool just to go back and just relax and watch, like, old stuff on a big screen. I never got to really experience as a kid. Um, I went to go see Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, the Wes Craven classic. Um, I never got to witness that in theaters before. I always watched it, like, at home when I was a kid all the way to now, you know, got to see it in theaters. I think I saw it, like, maybe, like, a week before Halloween, so... It's cool that they're showing like old school stuff like this. Um, they were showing other stuff like Hocus Pocus. I think they were showing like the remake of um, 2018's Halloween. I missed out on that one and Hocus Pocus. And I think they showed Beetlejuice, The Exorcist. But um, with my busy schedule, it's hard to see all of them. But I did get to see some of them. But I went to see Nightmare on Elm Street. Then a few days ago, I went to go see um american psycho it was the 20th anniversary that's like one of my favorite movies from christian bell um that i don't know i got so many there we got so many good memes and stuff out of this movie and like uh, i collect the i got the funko pops for it. it's like one of my favorite movies um it's it's a good like psychological horror comedy because you're gonna laugh through this movie though even though they're dead serious at the same time i think it's just like dark humor but that was pretty dope to see. Um, my last movie I really wanted to go see that I had to go witness myself was the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 30th Anniversary Edition. The first live action movie. If you grew up in the 90s, you know, born in the 80s, born, uh, grew up in the 90s, you know, we all, we all... Worship the Ninja Turtles. If it wasn't Ninja Turtles, it was Power Rangers. So you had to just choose your side. I was just both. But, um, you know, we all grew up watching the cartoons. We all had the merchandise, uh, toys, uh, pillowcases, and bed sheets and blankets, everything. Um, To this day, I still, like, majority of this nerd room is, like, either Ninja Turtles, Power Rangers, or, like, some type of horror figure. Um, this movie, it's been 30 years. 30 years. I mean, I, you never think time will go by so fast. And this movie still stands its ground for what it was. For one, it was like the first live action movie. So, for the turtles. So, the, um, the effects on how the turtles look with the, like, uh, I think they use, like, I mean, they use actual guys in suits, but like the robotic you know face uh how they motion how they move their face and all that looks really looks really good to this day um this movie is oh i want to mention that how dark this movie is too the first turtle movie is very, very dark um i mean there's so many standout scenes in this movie that just still holds up and like they really got away with this for a movie that's for kids um So, I kind of made a list of, like, the standout scenes for this movie where you could just, like, really appreciate it and be like, dang, did they really just do this? But, okay. Okay, the first scene in this movie is when it shows, like, an overlay view of, like, New York. You know, it looks gritty, you know. Typical New York. I mean, there's nothing wrong with New York. I love New York. Um, You know, then there's, like, these random, like, burglaries going around um which is like the foot clan they're like going around stealing people's wallets tvs um there's one scene where the or this delivery guys like didn't something sign, he left his back door open within a few seconds the foot clan just clears out the whole truck within a matter of seconds and not even a trace of them it's pretty dope um so we first get our introduction of april where she's like getting out work late. You know, she's walking out to her van. And then she gets mugged apparently. And um, the turtles, like, they hit, I think they hit like a little light fixture. So it goes completely dark. So you don't even hear, you hear, only hear what's going on you you don't see it. So when the lights come back up with the police sirens and lights, you see like all, everything, how they tied them up, beat them up and all that. And they're gone without a trace. Then we realize that uh Raphael he loses his weapon, which is the scythe. And he realized he left leaves it and he sees April picks it up. So he's just like lurking and looking until so she picks it up and he just says, Damn. I'm like, wow, this is like a PG movie. And <laughs> we already get our first little dark first interpretation, like, you know. First interacting with like uh, Raphael and how he is and with his attitude and everything, so, um, so then it cuts to the scene where like we get like the little classic Ninja Turtles you know thing as it's showing like the sewer overlays and all that. And then we see like the turtles lurking in the shadows. We just hear them talking and cheering. And then they like freeze frames with the title card of the movie, and they're like, "Okay, we're gonna see how they look, right? We're gonna see how they look." Then before you know it, they jump into the screen. And, like, you can't help but to put, have, like, a big smile on your face. You know, um, they look amazing. They look really great. Um, then you see, like, the turtles, like, Raphael, like, not Raphael, um, Donatello, Leonardo, Michelangelo, like, celebrating, like, what they just did for April, you know, without being seen. And then you just see Raphael lurking in the background, like, you know, in his feelings because he loses his weapon. Just saying, like, oh, man. Then right before they walk into their like house, he just yells out "Damn again!" Like okay, this they really did a good job with this. So that was one scene that really stands out. Was like the beginning, and another scene like that was pretty dark and good to this day. Is like when we first see Shredder for the first time. You really they really don't show him that that um they really don't show him that you know. He's, like, lurking in the shadows, basically. He sees, like, April O'Neil doing, like, a report on the muggings and the crimes rising in New York. And you just see Shredder, like, looking at this wall of screens of her reporting. And he throws, like, this, like, blade at the screen. And you hear, like, intimidating music. And, it's like, he just looks over his shoulders, like, find her, silence her. So he's going to send his Foot Clan to shut her up, you know. But that's one scene that stands out that's really creepy but Shredder just looks really good in this movie as well. It's like his armor looks really good. The color then he's like in the shadows most of the time and his voice is very deep and like you know intimidating like yeah you don't want to cross this guy but that's another scene that really stands out. Um, The other scenes was like when April is like once again by herself I don't know why she still walks around by herself, but she's about to get on the subway train, and that's when she sends she sees the Foot Clan, you know, surrounding her and all that. Um, she gets jumped, knocked out, and that's when Raphael, you know, gets his side back because she still had it from the beginning. So he gets a hold of that, you know, he um, fights fights the Foot Clan off and picks up April. And takes them to the to the uh, turtle's lair, but that's another scene um there's so many things I could keep going on. there's another one too. I'll go ahead and do this too um there's another scene with what was it the part where leo and uh Leonardo and raphael is arguing april's um uh arguing at april's uh, apartment then um no, you know what? I'm gonna stop right there. I'm gonna go back. There's another part where um, Splinter gets kidnapped. You know, they try to take they take April back to her apartment after she's woken up from being mugged and all that. She gets introduced to everybody, so she's cool with them. But that time when she got jumped in the subway, one of the Foot Clan's followed Ralph to the Turtles' lair. So he know like that Foot Clan soldier knows exactly where these turtles live at and everything. So he goes back and like tells the clan, the foot clan and Shredder that, hey, we know where these turtles live, we know where they're at. So he brings a gang back and basically kidnaps uh Splinter, destroys the lair while the turtles is taking um April back to her apartment so she'd be safe. But that's another scene where they just go into the, the lair and the intimidating music kicks up again. You see um, Donatello just like falls to his knees. Uh, you see Ralph walks in there, just pushes everybody, and walks in slowly and just screams real loud. Um, and that's when we get back to the scene where I'm at, where they're they're back at April's, because they're like devastated with Splinter being missing and kidnapped. They don't know where he's at. But there's another scene, like the scene I was talking about with Leo and. Raphael when they're like arguing and then you know Ralph leaves he goes on the rooftop and he like blow off some steam and then before you know it you see like foot clams uh, surrounding him from behind which you don't see until like they start fighting it cuts back to this scene but that's a good scene that stands out um, until he gets jumped and everything then we get like a full like introduction of the shredder Again, he's this dude right here. He looks great. Um, They just do a very good job with this movie. And I I don't know why I left this out. And when we get the first um, introduction of Casey Jones, um, he's basically, yeah, he's just a vigilante just trying to help out around New York. But I always considered him like maybe he could be like the fifth turtle, if perhaps, but because he has like the same agenda, just like in an ollie different way as the turtles. But, um, I, I can't praise this movie enough. I can't believe it's been 30 years for this movie. And still, it felt good to actually sit down in a the theater and watch it, you know. Something about watching movies, like classic movies on the big screen, it just stands out better than watching it at home. I mean, there's nothing wrong with doing this stuff at home neither, but you just get the full atmosphere of like a movie of the, it's dark, you know, it's silent, you get the, the perfect sound quality, depending on where you go. Um, I just like, you know, I like to get out of the house sometimes to see stuff like this. I know it's stuff you can watch around the house for free because I own all these movies that I went to go see um, here in the house, but it's good to go out and experience it, especially like the little crowd and everything because you know, with these movie theaters too, it's like limited capacity, so you're not sitting as close to everybody and like you're, like, spread it out throughout the whole theater, like, where you can sit. So that's pretty cool to maintain your distance and everything. But just wear your mask, people. Back to what I'm saying, wear your mask. You know, just be safe out there. But that's, like, pretty much my only entertaining I've been getting throughout this little pandemic, besides working and, like, going to the movies and see these retro screenings and stuff. I'll hang out every now and then. But, yeah, just stay safe, people, once again. Um, but yeah, 30 years later, this movie still holds its ground. It really does. Um, I think we're going to get a new turtles movie soon. I think like Seth Rogen is working on something with Nickelodeon to bring the turtles back, uh, somehow. Um, I don't think there's no release date for it, but we know it's coming. Um, I just want to see what he brings to the table. Um, I think he's, like, producing it or something like that. I'm not fully sure. He might even voice one of the Turtles. Who knows? But every time I hear there's a new Turtles movie coming out, like, you can't, I can't help but get excited, even though if it's going to be trash or not, because what was that, the last one they did? The the Michael Bay ones were, they're not, they're, they wasn't that good, but they were entertaining for what it was. Um. Yeah, I don't the last movie where we got Bebop and Rock City, we should have we just we should have had that like way in the nineties. But I think that was far overdue and like it didn't hit that, you know, hit that good with me, so but we'll see how this new one goes, but I just wanted to talk something fast about that. Something short and sweet, you know. Um it's been a while since I did a solo episode anyway, so just something to bring to the table and just go from there. But um, pretty much that's it. Really, There's no movies to really talk about. Like new stuff. Like I'm still salty about all the delays from last year, or well from this year to next year. Let's hope they don't. Um, let's hope they don't delay them any further. Cause you know, it just seems like everything's like run out of momentum. Everything's getting dragged out, and everything's like, dang, when are we gonna get everything? Like my, I just want my entertainment back. I love my entertainment, my movies. It's like my mindset got stuck to these release dates, and they got pushed back to next year. I know the year is almost over with, but still, I'm salty. I'm spoiled too. It's like don't tell me something, and I ain't gonna get it this time. You know, I know that sounds petty, but that's that's just how I am. <laughs> but um, yeah, this is um that's pretty much all I have for today. Um, like I said, it's short and sweet um thanks thank you all for the support and everything um be sure to follow our instagrams which is uh instagram kick out at three the number three facebook kick out at three and the twitter is kick underscore three um we i think we're all doing a pretty good job uh nick mike randall myself i think we all enjoy doing this so make sure you like subscribe you know Leave us a rating, review, all that fun stuff. So we just keep doing what we do. I actually like doing this, too, really much. It's like a new hobby that, you know, I attained this year. That's, like, one of the best things of this year, finding a new hobby, you know, trying to keep busy, you know, since we really can't do much nowadays. So this is something you can do at the house, just relax, you know, and just enjoy the little things, you know. So, but that is pretty much it. Um, so y'all be cool out there, be safe, wear your mask, and we will hit you up and have a nice day. All right, peace.